Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. John Thurman swore he'd be the first man on the moon, but he wasn't. He was only the first murderer. The First Man on the Moon by Alfred Koppel. That's next on the Lost Sci-Fi Podcast with at least one lost vintage sci-fi short story in every episode. In recent weeks, with the addition of commercials in our podcast, some listeners have told us they have chosen to lower their rating based solely on commercials and not because they dislike the podcast. Because of that, I'm going to take just a few seconds and explain why those commercials are there. Upon my death, my wife will not receive my social security and will be left with no income. That bothers me. So two years ago, I started narrating these stories with the hope that audiobook sales would provide her with some money. Then I added the podcast with the desire that it too might eventually generate some money so that my wife could live out the rest of her days with dignity. That's one of the reasons why we value you and every listener we have around the world and everything you do to help us promote the podcast. We appreciate every one of you who buys us a coffee or purchases merchandise from our store. You are helping me fulfill the promise I made to my wife to take care of her. I love my wife, and my promise to provide for her when I'm gone is something I take very seriously. Thank you for your understanding and your support. Regarding those who choose to rate and review our podcast, I respect your right to say and do whatever you choose. Thank you. To say I love our story today would be a huge understatement. From Planet Stories magazine in the spring of 1950, our story can be found on page 36. The First Man on the Moon 
by Alfred Koppel. The ship lay at a crazy angle on the stark whiteness of the pumice plain. The rocket nozzles were a fused lump of slag, the fire-darkened hull crumpled and warped by the impact of landing. And there was silence, complete and utter silence. There could be no return. Thurman realized this. At first the thought had brought panic, but as the scope of his achievement dawned on him, the fear retreated. Bruised, giddy, half-crazed, the certainty of death held no terrors. Not yet. And it was worth it. Fame. Immortality. Glory. In return for the last few years of a blighted, embittered, overshadowed life. Yes, it was well worth it. And except for the crash landing and the certainty of no return, it had all come to pass just as he had planned it for so long. On his knees he caressed the gritty soil. He lifted his arms toward the day star flaming in the day night of space and new completion. Tears streaked his stubbled face and strange noises came from his slack mouth. The ecstasy of success was almost unbearable. For this he had labored a lifetime. For this he had murdered a friend. Across the abyss, the whole world waited for word. The transmitter in the rocket had survived the crash. The word would come, thought Thurman, when he was ready to send it. And sending it, he would place the official seal of immortality on his brow. The book would close. But wonderfully, satisfyingly, there would be no other to steal his rightful glory. Only Wayne could have done that, and Wayne was dead. He laughed weirdly within his helmet. So simply done. The Sea of Serenity stretched out before him in weird magnificence. In the far distance, a mountain range rose precipitously from the wilderness of pumice to hump its spiny backbone at the brilliant stars a limbo of black shadows and stark white talus slopes. Moonscape. Thurman stumbled to his feet and fought the wave of nausea that surged over him as his equilibrium teetered from the low gravity. Then, in an instant, his discomfort was forgotten. Standing on the brink of the cosmos, his ego drank of grandeur. All the splendor of creation lay before him, like a jeweled carpet, all his, all for John Thurman, genius, explorer, murderer. For John Thurman, first man on the moon. With an effort, he dragged his eyes from the sky. Slowly, his reason was returning. There was work to do. Wayne must be hidden. The next to come must never know, and it should be done quickly. Time would fly, and in the last hours the fear would return. He knew that. Right now his triumph sustained him. There was the broadcast to look forward to. A billion people waited for his words. 
It was a sop to his ego, but it could not make him forget that this was costing him his life. On occasion, Thurman could be realistic, and he knew that. When there was nothing left to do but sit and wait for the end, he would be afraid. Terribly, hideously afraid, and alone. It was the only flaw in his plan for immortality. Yet his life had been a barren thing, devoid of love or any real success. It was little enough to trade, and this was his only chance for lasting fame. He could not let it go. The plan was working, almost of its own inertia. He was alone. He was on the moon where no man had ever been before him, not even Wayne. Wayne, who designed the rocket and guided it. Wayne, who had stolen every chance Thurmond had ever had for recognition. Well, Wayne was dead now. He had never put a living foot on the soil of the moon. Only Thurmond had done that. And it was his passport to eternal glory. No one, no one could take that away from him. Weighed in the leaded balance of his mind, it more than compensated for dying alone and on an alien world. In fact, even the dying would add to the legends, and Thurman would live forever. The first man on the moon. He ran his tongue over dry lips and stooped to pick up the thing at his feet. Wayne's corpse was still bloated from internal pressures, and the naked flesh was drying fast to a parchment-like consistency. Moisture was still seeping in awful little globules from the shattered skull, where Thurman's unseen blow had landed. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Thurman found himself shuddering. The murder had been the hardest part. But now it was done and all that remained was to give his dead companion a secret resting place, somewhere in the vast expanse of pumice that lay out there under the blistering sun. Thurman's unsteady mind swerved from high elation to sadness. Poor Wayne. He felt he could afford to be generous now. So many years of work so soon to be forgotten. Just one quick blow and poor, poor Wayne slipped into the limbo of the Earth's forgotten. Under the light gravity, 
he carried the naked, grisly bundle easily. And as he walked out into the mare tranquillitatis, his spirits rose again. How wonderful it was to be certain that no one could steal his triumph. Not even Wayne. Particularly not Wayne. He looked down at the thing in his arms and chuckled. The sound was uncanny within the Pyrex bubble of his helmet. After what seemed a long time, Thurman stopped and set down his burden. With his pack spade, he set to work digging a trench in the pumice. As he dug, he found himself crooning happily to the corpse. His voice was high-pitched and hysterical, but of course he did not notice it. There, there, Wayne, old friend, see? I am making a grave for you. The very first grave, Wayne, and you shall have it, old friend. Yours the grave, and mine the glory. He laughed hilariously at the thought. I'll say you didn't make it alive. You didn't, did you? But I made it, Wayne. Me, alone, all alone, with no help from you. Do you hear? Thurman chattered on, the sound of his crazed voice dying within the confines of his helmet while all around him the eternal silence of the Sea of Serenity continued unbroken. The star shone steadily in the airless sky, and the sun flamed in impotent splendor, furiously silent. At last the pit was done, and Thurman lowered the nude corpse into the shadows. Goodbye, Wayne. You see, you shouldn't have come here with me. You shouldn't have tried to steal my success. That was a wrong thing. But you're sorry now, aren't you, old friend? Don't feel too badly, Wayne. I'll join you soon. Goodbye, Wayne. Goodbye. Laboriously, he shoveled pumice into the pit and tamped it down with his leaded boots. Then he smoothed the surface of the dig until it was as smooth as the rest of the surrounding plain. Satisfied? He turned his back on the grave and started for the rocket. He sang on the way back. So happy was he to have done with his ghastly companion. Recklessly prodigal of his oxygen supply, he ran toward the open valve of the ship. Breath coming hard, he stumbled into the rocket and ran across the buckled deck plates to the radar phone. The tiny atomic batteries hummed as he removed the cadmium dampers. Power flickered the needles of the main set. Thurman adjusted the selector to relay and tuned in his suit radio. Then he returned to sit in the open valve and call the monitoring station. He smiled with satisfaction as the response cut through the blanket of hissing solar static. Hello, hello, ES-1. This is White Sands. My Lord, we've given you up for lost. Where are you? Thurman took a steadier grip on his dancing mind and replied, Listen carefully. Carefully, you understand? This is John Thurman. I am on the westernmost edge of the Sea of Serenity on the moon. Wayne is dead. He didn't make it. Died during acceleration, and I had to dispose of his body in space. Did you get that? I am alone here. The ship crashed on landing. I can't get back. But it's worth it. 
I haven't much time left, but I want everyone to know that I made it. It'll be easier now for others, after I've pointed the way. I'm the first, and it's worth it. Did you get that? There was a long silence. Finally, the radar man spoke respectfully. Yes, Thurman, we got that. Your transmission is being shunted onto the commercial bands. Can you tell us what you see up there? And, and Thurman, we all want you to know that our prayers are with you. Tears were flowing on earth now. Thurman knew. Tears for a martyr to science, doomed to death alone on an alien world. He smiled thinly. Even this tiny taste of deference and respect was heady wine to his frustrated psyche. Thurman stepped through the valve and lowered himself to the plane. His heart was pounding triumphantly. Carefully, painstakingly, he began to describe his surroundings, interspersing his words with scientific data. He played the hero well. There was no hysteria recognizable in his voice, and if it trembled slightly, there was reason enough for that. He rounded the bulge of the rocket's nose and looked for the first time at the western edge of the mare. In the near distance, an irregularly shaped outcropping of rock caught his eye. Transmitting as he went, he made his way toward it. He drew nearer. And as he did, fear began to stir within him. His steps faltered. But some awful power drew him on. His voice became a shrill rasp in his ears. And on earth, a billion people gasped with horror. Wayne! Thurman shouted the name in fear and threw his arm over his face. But the thing remained. It was real. Wayne! No! It can't be! No! but the figure did not move. The vast colossus loomed stark white and naked in the brilliant sunlight. Legs apart, arms folded on its breast, it stared with brooding eyes at the vast emptiness of the lunar plain. Thurman howled with terror and fury. Damn you! Damn you! Why don't you answer me? I killed you once. I'll kill you again. I'm the first one here. Do you hear me? I'll kill you again. He lowered his head and charged. The last thing he remembered was the soundless tinkle of his shattering helmet and the terrible pain as his skull cracked under the suddenly shifting pressures. Next on the Lost Sci-Fi Podcast, Johnson knew he was annoying the younger man who so obviously lived by the regulations in the colonial officer's manual and lacked the imagination to understand why he was doing this. The Most Sentimental Man by Evelyn E. Smith Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.